3 a.m. Again, why did I ever think this was a good idea? Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. Join our group of Run Disney friends as we talk about running at Walt Disney World and beyond. We'll discuss recent runs, training, upcoming races, and surprise topics suggested by you, our listeners. Well, the alarm's gone off, so let's go. Hey, gang. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Rise and Run podcast. Before I go any further, we have a special treat coming up for you early next week. we got an extra edition. We're going to sit down and talk with Brittany Charbonneau, who is the woman who won all four of the events at Dopey Weekend. So this one you thought we were done talking about Dopey Weekend, Marathon Weekend. We got that. We think it's going to be very special, and we hope you'll tune in for that one. Hey, we got a full house here tonight. We got Lexi. Hello. Alicia's back with us. We we missed Alicia, but she's back. Welcome back, Alicia. Hi, it's good to be back. Yeah, we're glad you're here. Greg's here. Greg was gone. Greg's back. We found him. Yes. Th- thank you for having me back. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> well, we, we won't let you back. Just don't make a habit out of it, you know? Yes, sir. John's here. Hey, how you doing? We're doing good, John. You know that. And Jack's here. Say hello, Jack. Hi. All right. We're off to a good start. Hey, Marathon Weekend, part two. Uh, we hope you enjoyed part one. But part two, now the big thing here is all of us took part in some way in part two, which started on Saturday with the half marathon and the start of the Goofy Challenge. So I'm going to go ahead and let our Goofy Challenger himself start out by telling you his recollections of the half. My recollections of the half uh, would be that plans changed very quickly. And that is because, um, you know, our illustrious co-host, Bob, said to all of us, you know, what does Galloway say? You walk the half marathon. Right. So I'm going to walk the half marathon. Yeah. Hey, Greg, do you want to do, do a 15-minute mile? Absolutely, Bob. Let's do a 15-minute mile. No problem. For you. <laughs> <laughs> a quarter of a mile into that race, I slowly learned I can't do a 15-minute mile. I would walk with Bob for a couple of steps. And then I would trail behind and then I'd have to do like, you know, a quick, you know, five second jog. I'd catch up with oh, him and I kept okay. doing that. And and thankfully, Mr. Bob was ever so gracious to like, you know what, guys, let's back things off a little bit. So that was nice. I mean, you know, really appreciate making, you know, adjustments on the fly. I had a reason for that. See, I wanted to get us to the castle a little before sunrise. And from the time we got off, I figured the castle was right at five miles. I figured 15-minute miles would do it. So we got pretty close. We got very close, yes. Yeah. In fact, I think we I think we did get there before sunrise. It was starting to get light, but I think we got there before sunrise. No, I, I think I even remember saying as we were walking through Liberty Square, I think I, I remember us telling you and our friends uh, Allie and mm-hmm. Peter, not named Peter, John. Not John, Peter. Correct, right. P- Peter. Not John. I think we covered that, that. I think we covered that last week. I think. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, but you know, I said that for me, a running victory was the fact that you know it wasn't full sun, uh, full sunshine by the time we got to Magic Kingdom. So that was uh, that was really great. Uh, but really, I mean, the only other big notes that you know I have from the half were just I remember, I think it was right after we got through Cone Alley, a little bit of trepidation set in for me because we heard a run disney bike pacer say that the balloon ladies are four minutes behind you yeah we were getting those reports all day exactly and it was one of those things where like in my head i started to get nervous a little bit but you know the, the pleasure of you know doing athletic sports with bob is that he always keeps you calm, and he goes, "Greg, if we just continue our we pace, did the math. we're going to be okay." We, you know, we did the math, and then it wasn't until about a mile and a half later I realized, 
Well, yeah, he's a statistician. Yeah, he he, he gets this. <laughs> and you know, and then when I look back on my Garmin, you know, afterwards, you know, Grant, I never hit a fifteen minute mile, but we had a couple of miles that was like fifteen forty eight or fifteen fifty. So, um, yeah, yeah, so he, he was a, he was a great guy to run with, and, and I uh, greatly appreciate it because. It saved me for the next day, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Oh, I I love the company. We had there were four of us, and uh, I'll I'll get back to it in a second. But before I finish up, Alicia did the half. How'd you do, Alicia? I didn't see you out there. No, I didn't see you this time. Um, I felt really really good for this race. I know a lot of people don't love that road going to Magic Kingdom and leaving Magic Kingdom, but. I actually really like this course. Yeah. And yeah. so I felt really, really good the entire time. And so I was really happy with what I did that day. Weather was good. It was. Yeah, it was really good. And it was really yeah. nice to get warm weather from coming from Minnesota and not have to worry <laughs> about snow or ice or whatever. You know what I was just going to say? I was going to say it was a tiny bit cool, but. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> I was in I shorts and a tank top. So you did, you did well in the half. And then John did the half because John did dopey. Yeah, I did the half. It was interesting. I kind of tried to do the whole walk thing. I ran a little bit, did a little walking, just trying to save up for tomorrow's uh, adventure. Yeah. Uh, met Bridget, Allie. Lexi, oh, did you, did you run the, into Allie uh, before, during the race? Before the race. Before, before the race. The race before yeah. the race. Yeah. Uh, met, met, met Bridget in the corrals. We and saw I met, Bridget, yeah. And met Lexi for the first time at the meetup at before the race. Yeah, we had never met in person before. Seen her for like over a year and a half, but you know, that's right. That's (laughs) right. Yes, finally met up. Because Lexi, you did Goofy. I mean, uh, yeah, Goofy or no? I I did. You did the half. Only the half. (laughs) Just, just the half. I did the half marathon. (laughs) Just you have to say just the half. I only did thirteen miles. Now, speaking of meeting people for the first time, I mean, outside of, you know, removing Cinderella's castle and, and, you know, the infamous, you know, right hand turn on the main street. One of my favorite moments from the half was the fact that as we were making our way into the resort bus depot at Epcot, I got to meet Jack for the first time. And my first interaction with meeting her, she was screaming her head off. (laughs) Holding a handmade sign, oh, right. you know, cheering on the Rise of the Run podcast, right. and that was that's a moment that I will never ever forget. So, Jack, thank you so much for for doing that. That's right, we got a great picture of that. Yeah, that was uh, my first time meeting Jack. Also, uh, saw her standing there with the sign, ran right over to her, got a little <laughs> selfie, nice, uh, and uh, finished on. I almost missed you, Jack, because you yelled my name, but you were. It was so much fun cheering you guys on. <laughs> you were oh. like three people down from where my mom was. So I just stopped for her. And then I hear again, I was like, what, what did I miss? What did she need? And then I was like, Oh, it's Jack. <laughs> you know, I didn't know that she had a sign until like that morning. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a great sign. It was, it was my, I was, I was going to ask a question about signs as to what was your second favorite sign you saw on the course. I was going to ask just in general later on but since we're talking signs my favorite sign was the sign jacket oh thank you because it was totally sign. my second favorite sign was a fella on main street on sunday i've jumped ahead already i'll come back to, i'll come back to saturday in a minute a fella holding up a sign and golly i don't i should have looked up the numbers he said you paid 690 dollars to run dopey you are now four hundred and twenty dollars into it, and you have two hundred and seventy dollars to go. Something like that. I thought that was really. I thought that was really clever. That's awesome. The accountant in me is like, oh my gosh. My other favorite signs that I saw. Uh, both of these were during the full. Uh, there was the the person again. They've made the rounds on social media as well too. Uh, you run Disney better than Chapek. I thought that. Yeah. Was oh, I, I saw that. Yeah, that was. That and was good. I honest. And the part that I'm more surprised by is that Disney allowed him to bring that sign into the park. I so, yeah. so that was brilliant. Um, <laughs> but then the other one that I really liked. I think this person was outside of Hollywood Studios, and. For anybody that knows me, one of my favorite attractions is the Jungle Cruise. 
And there was a sign that was like, this race goes on for Niles and Niles and Niles. And if you don't believe that, then you're in denial. <laughs> so I, I really appreciated that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I missed that one. That was pretty cool, though. Something else that I thought was really interesting. So we're coming out on the half. about We're about mile two. Uh, we're, we're just turning onto the road to go to Magic Kingdom. And now we're seeing all the chair runners and the elites mm-hmm. passing us by mile nine, nine and a half, mm-hmm. which was uh was really was really interesting you know the and the interaction between both of them was great you know they're cheering us we're cheering them it was it was great the uh the half went off in terms of releasing the corrals about like the 10k did so john was in stark group four we were in stark group five and uh, as greg mentioned it was me greg ali and peter and uh, we get off about 535 or 540, something like that, I think. So that was okay. I ran into uh, friends from the Run, Eat, Drink podcast, uh, friends Amy and Dana from that podcast. That's a fun podcast. Those guys, they typically do it on Facebook. On I think they do it Tuesday nights, which is why I don't ever see it anymore. But it was good to see them. I noticed some things, and I'm just saying this because this was new for me, the 15 minute mile thing, back of the pack stuff, like Greg talked about the countdown to the balloon ladies. I never seen the balloon ladies before. (laughs) I saw them Saturday. I sure did. In fact, at one point, what happened? Let's see. We were all together. And, uh, with a couple miles to go, Peter took off and Allie took off. But within about a half a mile later, we see Allie over on the side of the road stretching out and she's going, it's no fun without you guys. I got bored. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she joined back up with us. Although going back to that portion of the race and uh, Bob, I think this is probably one of the stories you uh, preluded to last episode. Uh, why don't you share with everyone around what happened to your snack that you brought with you <laughs> around uh, mile eight or nine of the half? No. <laughs> I have a new running patch. My wife, God bless her. Um, she believes that if the, I, I, the running pouches that snap magnetically around the waistband of your gym, your shorts. Okay. Well, if one is good, two must be better. I have five. Okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She bought one at the expo. She said, and she buys one for herself too. She doesn't run. But she, uh oh, she might listen. Greg, cut that out. Okay. <laughs> she, uh, she, uh, she buys this pouch, and it's a good pouch. It's big. It carries more stuff than normal. I carry pop tarts. I carry pop tarts. They're high carbohydrates. They taste good. They go down easy. Uh, no, I I eat them on long events like that. But when I put it, snapped it back on the back of my shorts, I wasn't used to this new pouch and somehow the pop tart ended up going inside the back of my shorts and <laughs> it wasn't very comfortable. I, I thought I shook most of it out and I did shake most of it out. But when I got back in the hotel, <laughs> when I get back in the hotel room later on, uh, I'm out of the shower and my wife goes, why are there pop tarts all over the floor? <laughs> so, I guess I didn't get, I guess I didn't get them all out. That's my Pop-Tart story. I could Pop-Tarts on Sunday. I was walking with Peter and, uh, I I had them. I was more careful this time and I had them and we were at about, oh, golly, before you go into Blizzard Beach. So I guess about mile 20 or so. I don't know. And, uh, I said, Peter, you want one of these? He goes, no, I don't think so. I said, okay, well, here's a piece. If you want to try it. So he, he took a bite out of it and he goes, well, that's quite lovely, actually. I said, well, here, have the other half. So they worked well, out. The fact okay. that it was in your waist pouch, you know, it was a shame with how warm it was last weekend that, uh, you know, the, the toaster bell didn't go off and it was <laughs> a, war, a warm Pop-Tart. <laughs> On Sunday, it might have been, yeah. Saturday was nice. Sunday, and really, you know, Sunday wasn't that bad. But uh, let me, let's get back to Saturday just real quick. We made it to Magic Kingdom by sunrise. That was nice. We got our pictures. Things I've noticed about the back of the pack that I don't, hadn't seen in other events. I've seen the parade buses before. They're already 
staged by the side of the road. I just hadn't seen them running before. <laughs> that made me a little bit mm-hmm. nervous. Uh, I actually saw some of them in action, but fortunately I was past them. I noticed that the lines tend to get real short at the back of the pack for the porta potties and for the characters. Cause I think folks don't want to stop. They're afraid they're going to get picked up. I actually finished that event behind the balloon ladies. Uh, what, and I, I don't know when they passed me, but what happened was, let's see, Peter took off running a couple miles ago. We didn't see him again with about, I don't know, at about the 26 mile mark, Allie decides she's going to run it in. So she says, I'm running across the finish line and away she goes. And just a couple seconds later, Greg turns to me, says, you mind if I run it in? I said, of course not. Go do your thing. So I don't know if I stopped to take a picture or what the heck I did, but I'm walking down the chute. I got, I don't know, 50 yards from the finish line. And I hear the announcer go, and here come the balloon ladies. And I looked up and what? How did they pass me? So there you go. I finished behind the balloon ladies in the half marathon, but I still have my dopey medal. So that's pretty cool. And I will say after the race was over it uh, in the family reunion area, it was great that we all got a chance to uh, chat with Laura Fry, who's a big fan of the podcast. So it was great yeah, was nice. getting to finally meet her in person and chat. And then also, um, I know I had a, a long conversation and he ended up coming over with us as well. Uh, Gerald Resnick of uh, Res Runs uh, of YouTube fame. So it was really great to be able to actually speak with the, all these internet friends that we have. So oh, yeah. I think that's, again, what makes Run Disney such a, oh, yeah. know, such, such a special place. Speaking of Run Disney uh, fame, <laughs> um, I met Kristen with Running and Makeup. Um, she was cheering on along Main Street. And then um, she was with uh, Teresa running, and sh- running with Shin Splints. And then I also met Estrella, um, fairy tale runner. So that was really cool to actually meet in person the people that I've been following specifically during the pandemic for the past, um, some of them a little longer, but, you know, and had interactions with and had chats with and commented on their stories and all that kind of stuff. So that was really neat. It is, isn't it? It's, it's such, I keep using the word family, but it's such a big, you know, it's such a big family. It's, it's, uh, yeah, for we real. just, we, we feel the same way about the events and we are happy to meet one another and it's just a, a terrific thing. Um, well, speaking of people we met, uh, coming out of the half marathon shoot, I met Tom and Aaron from the will run for podcast. And just like I, I knew they would be, they're nice folks. They, they live in Jersey. That's a fun podcast to listen to after you're done this one, of course, listen to this one first. <laughs> And then, and then, but that's a fun podcast to listen to. I get a kick out of listening to those guys. We, we tend to talk a little more about Disney. They, but of course they don't live as close as I do. Um, they live as close as like Greg does though. Cause Tom and Aaron are from South Jersey, I believe. Great story about that. I was waiting for my bags at Philadelphia international and there was this couple standing next to me and Aaron had on a, you know, the half marathon shirt, I think. Mm-hmm. And I thought I recognized her, but, you know, it was, you know, with being in the airport and wearing your face coverings and stuff like that, I was like, I think that's them, but I'm not sure. So nothing better than going up into the the baggage claim area and be like, this is going to sound really weird, but do you do the Will Run For podcast? And she's like, yeah i'm like oh i'm greg from rise and run it was it was just, yeah. you know and then we just started chatting for half an hour because if there's one thing that's is terrible about philadelphia international airport it takes forever to take your bag so it was a nice opportunity to have a great conversation with them yeah, so cool. it was a pleasure meeting them that was another really cool thing um of having people recognize our voices <laughs> or for yeah. me my laugh <laughs> yep 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 lexi's laugh yeah that was fun that was fun. Let's see. So any other thoughts on the half? I thought it, I thought it went really well. I stayed with you guys. Well, I stayed, I, I met up in, with you guys at the end. At the end, um, right. Because I, I was in a different crowd. I was in a crowd with, uh, or starting Speedy group, people. Sorry. You were in there with speedy people. <laughs> no, I was with John. Um, we started. That's what I mean. <laughs> um, but 
Um, I was not as prepared for this race, physically prepared for this race as I would have liked to be. Um, so I just took it nice and slow. But one of the things that I will say is every single picture that PhotoPass p- picked and like just looking back at the, um, the, my GoPro that I did for our YouTube channel, um, passport to run in case you're wondering. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just, I just noticed every single picture, me, myself and the people around me, everybody was just smiling and like cheesing so hard. And the only thing is it wasn't like physically the most fun race that I've done, but I just enjoyed it so much. And I think that's what we kind of talked about uh, last week of it just being a different atmosphere. Like something else was in the air and it just, I mean, I'm smiling. Thinking no, it, was about great. It. It, was just, yeah. it was amazing. It was, it was a great weekend all around. We keep coming back to that. Jack, what you got? Yeah. So just in terms of like cheering and whatnot, I was uncertain how the tracking would be now that they had changed it. I will say it was ended up being more convenient and really easy to use than I thought it was because you can not only track on the map, they can also, you don't get the text messages. I don't even think I even got an email uh, when everybody started, but um, you got the map, you got the estimated times of when you're going to be at which mark. And like, they still have it where it's like, I don't know, Lexi, how do you describe it? It was where it's like a line and you, everybody that you're following, you can see where everybody is at very certain times of point. I really liked that you could um, have multiple people like queued up that you were tracking. Um, so Jack and I did this for the marathon because neither of us ran it, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but you could go to your profile and it you could see, like I had Bob and Alicia and Greg and John and myself all pulled up so you could see like on the map where you were in relation to everybody. And um, when I was at like my starting at about mile nine, mine and Greg and Bob's tracker said we were all at the same point, whatever. <laughs> and I was like looking at like looking around, looking <laughs> behind me. I'm like, where are they? I can't find them. <laughs> but that was really cool knowing that I wasn't there like by myself. Like I had friends that were around me, even though I couldn't see them, I knew that they were close. And that was, that was really cool. Yeah. Cause we didn't catch, we didn't see you till golly. I think it was past mile 12. Yeah. It was like probably, you, you got out, you got out of line. You were, you were in a photo line. Mm-hmm. You got out of line and joined us. I think somebody found out who the bib numbers were for the balloon ladies. So technically speaking, if you were ever curious, I'm sure there's a way that you can still find the balloon ladies bibs and then track them on your phone. That way, you know where you are, where and where the balloon ladies are for the next races coming up. Yeah, folks do that. I didn't think it was necessary, but it turned out to be not quite right. No, I, I ended up tracking the gentleman who actually ended up doing the, the Goofy Challenge, so that was helpful for, for my sake. But the gentleman who was one of the Galloway 16-minute pacers. Uh, so he was doing the 3.30 for the half and then also doing the seven-hour for the marathon. So having that. Now, unfortunately for the marathon, his tracking got screwed up a little bit. But as we'll we'll talk a little later, um, wasn't uh necessary for me to worry about him as much during uh during the full the one thing i thought was very weird during the half was the first two stops i think the powerade was in the paper cups then they switched to plastic <laughs> yeah and trying to drink out of they a plastic did. cup and run is not the easiest thing in the world supply chain problems it was so funny because as I was going through one of the stops with the Powerade, they had it in the clear plastic cups. And one of the volunteers is like, Jello shots. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It was yeah. so funny, which it was not. It was Powerade. But the way, the kind of cups that they had, it was so funny. Everybody burst out laughing. As usual, the volunteers were awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. And thank yeah, you, well, volunteers, for doing the volunteering. Because we out there at crazy hours in the morning. And we already talked about running into Jack as we got into Epcot. That was terrific, too. Appreciate that. Okay. Now, are we done Saturday? You want to talk about Saturday night? Oh, yeah. 
yeah, John, thanks. Yeah, we had our uh, get-together Saturday evening at uh, Dockside Margarita. Yeah, thank you. That, I, thought that went, I thought that went great. We had a bunch of folks there. We had some folks from Greg and I are in Jeff Galloway's customized training plan. So we had some friends there from that. Adam was there and uh, Chris Twiggs and Rob was there. I think that was all. Yep. Yeah. And then we had folks from our Facebook groups and folks who listen to the podcast. We had, I don't know, we had 15, 20 folks there, maybe something like that. Yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, it was very I mean, nice. Really, the only disappointing part of the entire event was that Alicia did not hold up her promise of buying everybody margaritas. I so. know. Yeah. I know. I'm right? sorry. Right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Somebody did bring it up, though. I think it was Ellie. She was like, I thought you were buying everybody margaritas. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was super cool with, to just be with the people that I've been talking to for the past year, year and a half, mm-hmm. wow, year and a half. Wow. Yeah. Um, and people that I've become friends with and, oh, yeah. you know, it, it just having that little social time and celebrating the fact that we just run a half marathon, but also for the people that were running dopey or goofy um, or the marathon, you know, like being there to, to give that moral support and, um, having that moment was really cool. This was the first race weekend that I had a, a real, well, there, there was one other one where we did like a friend group thing where we ran, but this was the first one that I really feel like I, I had my, a bunch of people that I knew it wasn't just, Oh, these are my five friends who I've been friends with for the past several years it was like, oh, I know you. Oh, I know you too. Oh, I know you too. Yeah, a, a, a lot of things went right this weekend. They really did, and that was that was one of them. I even had a virgin pina colada. I've never had that before. That actually was okay, not bad. Uh, I I think that was a good place to have it. We we had enough room to spill out. Uh, if if we couldn't get by a table, and we couldn't all get by tables, but we had enough room to to move around and that turned out to be excellent i thought so if you're listening you were there thank you we appreciate the fact that you were there that was a lot of fun so now we're on to sunday and for john and i the alarm's going off for a fourth consecutive day or in my case i think i said this last week the alarm didn't go off because i was awake uh, Greg's in his second consecutive day. Uh, Alicia, Jack, and Lexi are running support. Jack, Jack was going to run. Jack, you were signed up for the marathon, I think. Uh, yeah, so I was signed up for the marathon. Um, and the only reason why I remember the state specifically on November 20th, um, I had taken some time off um, from running because I did back to back the Berlin and Chicago marathon. I wanted to take a break. And then, I took some time off, got back on. And when I, on a 10 mile run on November 20th, I just felt something that just did not feel right. So I stopped running. And then I was like, you know, that's weird. I'll just, I'll go back to running when it feels better and never got better. And, um, with my health insurance at the time, it didn't really do so much for me. And so I was waiting to get my new health insurance, um, for the new plan coming year. And, uh, I went to the doctors and, I found out that I have posterior tibial um, tendinopathy, if I pronounce that right. And um, they're like, it's going to take four to six weeks to heal. I was like, oh, wait, but it's not, you're not saying that I can't run. He's like, "Uh, uh," you know, like you probably shouldn't. And then I came to the realization that I would rather be able to do two races in April that I've never ran before than do a race that I've been very gratefully and fortunate to have run before. So I thought I'd rather be safe than sorry and not run the race. And I tell you what, I had the most fun cheering everybody on um, for the half and for the full. Lexi and I had so much fun. It was unbelievable. It was an amazing experience. It was a blast. (laughs) We got to meet um, like so many great people. 
being on the other side and getting to cheer people on, I did miss running the full marathon, but getting to be on the other side again and cheer you guys on was absolutely amazing. I lost my voice, but it was amazing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You could not speak after. <laughs> no. My, my favorite story about uh, seeing all of you on the course that day was our interaction with Alicia. I, I think you were just outside of Space 220. Yes. And at that point, I had seen um, a couple of people from the, the Galloway Customized Training Group on the course. And anytime I saw one of them or they would call out my name or whatever, I'd put a little extra pep in my step and you know run up and give a high five and everything like that. But we get to Space 220 and uh, you know I see Alicia and your mom – so I run ahead, you know, they give you guys a, you know, a high five and everything like that. And then after we pass you, as we're getting ready to head backstage, John turns to me and he goes, oh, was that somebody from Customized? And I'm like, no, that was Alicia. <laughs> so he completely missed you. The funny oh. thing is, I actually missed him too. I took a picture of you guys and he said, oh, I'm sorry, I missed you. And I was like, where were you? And he was like, I was literally with Greg. And I looked at the picture and you guys are there together. And I was oh, like, oh, funny. my gosh, how did I miss it? That's funny. Yeah, that's one of the things I noted here. I've got I've got I, I've got notes because I forget things that uh, the support was wonderful. It always is at the Disney races. But the support from you guys was really cool. I saw Jack and Lexi. uh I don't know, mile 23 or so, guys? Something it was like that. right around 22. Yeah, 22. Okay. Yeah, you over there on the left. I came jogging over there. Uh, Jack got her sign up. The best sign <laughs> I saw all weekend. Uh, that was cool. And then I saw uh, I saw Alicia and Sue uh, very close to the end. Uh, I remember uh, leaning over to Alicia and telling her I didn't think I was going to make it. And then... Uh, I know, but I knew you would. I told you that on Saturday. I know. I appreciate it. That was <laughs> that was an emotional moment. There's a lot of an emotion, a lot of emotional moments in this thing. I, they really are. All the all, support was wonderful. Um, a, a quick comment: the weather was warm, but not awful. It wasn't 2020. It was uh, it was Florida warm, but not crazy. Um, of note, I'm pretty certain had the run been a week later, it was a beautiful day. Yeah. Oh, it was a beautiful day. Yeah. But had the run been a week later, which would be this past Sunday, I think it would have been canceled. I think the marathon would have been canceled. I live down here. I live over in the Tampa area and the storms that came through, although briefly, they didn't last long, uh, were, were pretty violent. We had tornado warnings. We had uh, significant thunder and lightning, and we had very high winds all day. Now, the winds wouldn't have canceled it, but the thunder and lightning and the tornado warnings would. Coming from the Northeast, now, obviously, I did not experience the 2020 marathon, so I can, you know, I can only go off of you know your, your recollections of it. To me, it was really hot, um, and I think Run Disney recognized that it was going to be hot as well because I remember looking at my start times. I remember, Bob, we went off for the half at 540. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, we're in the same start groups, you know, for the next day, and we started the marathon at five twenty. No, that's so right. They were they were cattle shooting people out, so I think they they yes. very well knew that it could get dangerously hot. You know, especially for those of us that you know, unfortunately, we just weren't training in that type of weather recently. And I will say it was a blessing and it was a curse. Um, I appreciated getting out there early. But those first three miles were quite interesting because it was, at least from, from my perspective, John, I'm not sure if it was the same for you. I just felt very condensed, very compact. I was trying to stay with the, uh, I think it was the 530 pace group for the first part of the race. You could barely keep up with people because of those on-ramps at Epcot and stuff like that. I remember I did move off to the grass a couple of times, and I was, you know, I didn't want to do that in you know, the risk of, you know, busting up an ankle or something like that. So, again, while I give Run Disney kudos to, you know, making sure that we're all safe and getting out there as quickly as possible, it did make that first cup, that first five uh, k of the race, a uh, little, little tight and a little yeah, tough. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, so I think they actually started the race about five minutes earlier than expected anyway. I think the first group went out at like 
Yeah, that's the wheelchair guys, and they always do that. So, yeah, I think the elite started at five. No, I remember um, for 2020, it was so hot that they had to cut the Blizzard Beach uh, part of the course off. I was really worried that that might be the case again this year. Um, I'm happy that they were able to not cut it off. Um, a lot of people, because I was wearing my Chicago marathon shirt and there were so many people being like, Oh my gosh, Chicago was so much hotter um, than it was uh, during that marathon for, for Disney. And I'm just like, you know what? I think it was. So it was like, it, it, I'm sure it was like, honestly standing out there. I was so hot. I, some of the costumes I was like, Oh my gosh, God bless you. That's amazing that you're running in that. Um, but I'm just happy that everybody was able to complete the 26.2 miles and not have a shortened course. Cause I know there are a lot of people really, really worried um, on social media, like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to get cut off for any of the courses. So I'm very happy that, that everybody was able to run the 26.2. Um, I was going to go back to the cheering thing of just some observations that I noticed because I've never cheered for a Disney race before. I've just run them. Me neither. Um, and especially because we had gotten um, into our spots a little later because we knew our our people um, would be closer to the back of the pack. And so it was it was it was amazing getting getting to our spots. Also, if you were at mile 22 and you're wondering, oh, which one were they? We were the two idiots that were screaming our heads off because <laughs> <laughs> there were two people beside us that were like, wow, y'all have a lot of energy. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Um, you did. But, you had a lot uh, of energy. But I, I, it, it was so cool to be able to, to give back in that way or to give yes. in that way because I felt yes. like, we could it, the, the runners that were going past us were feeding off of what we had. Yeah, that's true. And um, not not just people we knew, you know, people oh, we didn't course, know that's too. Right. That's right. And um, it was really cool because at some point I just got this brilliant idea because you know sometimes they'd hit you like that that I could take some of my energy and throw it on people, and I'll be like, I'd be motioning like. Here, motioning, throwing arms, like, here's some energy, here's some energy. And some of the runners were like, okay, I'll take some. <laughs> and it made this really cool interaction yeah. that, um, you know, you that I just, I don't know any other situation that you would have thought of something like that. But um, I loved the costumes and I loved being able to see all of the costumes. Well, speaking of costumes, uh, again, marathon, I'm in the back of the pack. I'm walking. Uh, I was walking with Peter, Peter, who lives in Scotland, but is English, uh, which made for one interesting moment, at least. I, I'm very grateful to Peter because both he and I had some injury difficulties and neither of us were sure we were going to complete this thing. Um uh, and, uh, I think I, I was not looking forward to trying to walk the whole thing myself. So when Peter decided, Hey, I think I'm going to walk it with you. I, I think it benefited both of us quite a, quite a big deal, but, uh, we got, I don't know, uh, before magic kingdom. Now magic kingdom on the marathon is about halfway through. I think when you exit, you're about halfway done. Uh, but before we go in there, Peter stops at an aid station. He's getting blisters pretty bad on the back of his heel. And I got to translate from English to English, which I don't get to do very often because Peter went to the aid station and said he needed a plaster. And the girl looked at him and said, what did you say? I need a plaster. And she looks at him again. And I said, he needs a Band-Aid. See, all those times watching British sitcoms, you thought I was wasting my time. I knew exactly. I knew exactly what he wanted. So uh, I was able to do that. But in all seriousness, I, I think the two of us helped each other out a great deal. But you were talking about costumes. That's what cued me into this. Towards the back, there was a fella who was walking. He was carrying a tray. And on this tray, he had a wine glass and two, I'm sorry, a wine bottle oh, and yes. two wine glasses. I think we he actually had water him. in it. Did you see him? Did we you? We saw him. Okay. So 
I, I walked up, I walked up next to him and I said, man, how, how, how long did you practice running or, or he was walking, walking with that thing? And he said, oh, a good while. He said, but it's, it's not really not that heavy. And I looked at, I said, really? He goes, no, here, check it out. So he gives it to me. I take it and I go, oh no, that's not too bad, is it? And I go to give it back to him. He goes, no, it's okay. That's all right. You can hold it. It's okay. <laughs> we're, we're walking along. I go, I'm, hey, Peter, you want to see how much this weighs? And, and he was too smart for that. So uh, eventually he took it back. I, we've all got a kick out of it. We finished, when we finished the event. I saw him again. And he and his wife said, there he is. You were the best. I said, you didn't get anybody else to carry that? He goes, oh, yeah, I got other people to carry it. But you were the best. So uh, I thought that was. I thought that was actually pretty funny. Uh, the online support was wonderful. And then the last thing that I remember in this one is turning the corner, probably at mile 26, and the choir was back. The gospel choir was back. I have missed them. And uh, it, it's, it's just, to me, it's a symbol of the end of a Disney run. Because the first one I did in 16 – there they were just before the finish line. That was kind of neat. And then they were there on the long run for the weekend every time until recently. And they haven't been gone because of COVID. They were gone because Disney had to modify the courses as they were doing construction in Epcot. And there was no place to put them. So it's been, I couldn't tell you the last time they were there, but I know as soon as I saw them, Peter and I were walking together. And as soon as I saw them, I don't think I ran over to him, but I got over there pretty quick and I just stood in front of him and took a picture and screamed at him that I missed you guys so much. And I was happy to see them back. That was really neat. I will say that I owe a lot of gratitude uh, to John uh, during the marathon because, you know, and it was really interesting because I, I ended up, you know, my goal was to try to stay with, the 530 pacer for as much as possible because you know one thing that, that Chris Twiggs has taught me through the customized training is that you can't bank uh, you can't bank time you can only bank energy and that was going to be my mantra going into this race but I knew how hot it was going to get so I was having this debate with myself of do I want to bank the energy or do I want to bank as many miles that I can before that sun starts just, you know, raging down on us? And I went back and forth and back and forth. And I was talking to another friend, Caroline, from the customized training group. And she convinced me to, to do the miles. And I'm like, okay. So I did that. And unfortunately, by like mile four, because of, you know, as we were talking earlier about how compressed everything was, you know, those first couple of miles they were just out of my sight and, and I was, I was totally okay with that. And then the guy who was actually in the, the pack with me initially randomly just came up and introduced himself. And he's like, Hey, you were, you know, you were running uh, with that pace group. Do you mind if I join you? Uh, his name was Nathan, I believe. And I was like, yeah, sure. Come along. And, and we just kept doing 30 thirties um, all the way up. But as we were getting through magic kingdom, I remember it was, I think it was right before we went through the castle. I was like, hmm. I know Bob, you know, Bob's, you know, gonna do great things walking behind me. But I'm like, huh, I wonder what John's up to. And no joke, 30 seconds after I had that thought, I think we were at what? The carousel. And John just like magically appears out of thin air. <laughs> so I, I like to think that that John was my my running guardian angel at just that point. Magic. And, and we, and we stuck it out for a while and then, and, and then at one point, Bridget, uh, I can't remember when she caught up with us. So it was the, the four of us and that really, really helped me because, you know, I kept thinking to myself, when am I going to hit that wall? You know, especially getting the, to animal kingdom and then coming out of animal kingdom and stuff like that. But it was because I had that little group led by John that really helped me that I never really hit it. Well, maybe with the exception of that terrible parking lot at Blizzard Beach, but we can, that, that's a conversation for another day. But yeah, just having that camaraderie, you know, throughout the course really helps. So I know, John, I never got a chance to say it to you in person, but but thank you so much for for helping me get through that race. I, I, I owe you a lot of uh, 
gratitude hey, and appreciation. Hey, same here. You guys, you helped me a lot too. You know, got to get with you, kept my mind off my, uh, my pain in my leg and it's a good distraction for the last, uh, almost what close to 16 miles we did together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we did help each other. Alicia. I, I just wanted to say that it was so cool to see so many runners from the Facebook groups doing this together and you all met because of them and being a spectator for the full, it was, it was so awesome to be like, Oh, there's a whole group of runners that met because of something that was started by a dream. Like (laughs) it was really, really cool. Yeah. It's it's grown. It really has. I just want to say once again, like a huge congratulations to everybody who did any of the races for uh, the 5k 10k half or full that is an amazing accomplishment and you guys should be so incredibly proud of yourselves so i just want to say it was an honor cheering for you guys and i will definitely make sure uh because surprise you guys don't know this yet but um i will be moving to florida soon so i will be there for all hey, the run Disney events if i'm not running and i will be cheering everybody on what? um <laughs> yeah um just for i'll be just moving there for a year uh but yeah so i'll be in the orlando area so you better bet i'm gonna be there for every disney okay. race whether i'm cheering or running <laughs> but yeah congratulations to you guys cool. i'm so excited for all your accomplishments i will say possibly one of my favorite moments well two of my favorite moments um of the entire cheering process would be watching John and Greg and Bob run up yes. to us at the mile mark. Like I still, I can close my eyes and I can see the look on all of your faces. Yep. And it was like a uh-huh. mixture of excitement and relief <laughs> and exhaustion. And there's, there's no word to describe what, what feeling that is because it was in, in seeing John and Greg from far off notice us and then start running as fast as they could to get up at, up to us. And then Bob singing, running up and hopping in a bear hug. Like those were my favorite moments. And there were multiple times when I would see people and they'd be like, Lexi, hi. And um, another person I forgot to mention earlier was Kristen Bussey, who was running the marathon. And I got to see her. She runs the Run Princess Family Facebook group. And so um, it was kind of a merge of two Facebook groups running. Um, I saw Michelle out there running and just the hugs and the support and just like, it's a family. And it was just made me so happy. Yeah, I think that's the theme. I think it was the theme of the whole weekend. I mean, I started talking about it last week. I felt it when we got out of the car at the expo and it didn't change even into Monday, which I'm going to talk about in just a second. Earlier, you know, I, I thanked John, you know, for for all of his support, but I also need to apologize to him um, as well because I'm sure probably the last two tenths of a mile uh, were quite bizarre, probably from his perspective in terms of running with me, because all of a sudden we were talking about, you know, that we're gonna, you know, we're gonna run this thing in, and we were making fun of the person who decided to start vaping at the 26 mile marker when, when we passed by. I, don't ask me why you needed to do that in, in that moment. But we were just randomly talking. And then I I made the other famous right-hand turn, I guess you could say, and run Disney. And I started to see the bleachers. And I just lost it. So like, like literally in that moment, I went from like talking normally to, to just absolutely Mm -hmm. losing my composure. So John probably thinks that I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? So I I have to apologize to you for that one. But that, that was such a euphoric moment. Um, I, I, I shared this with, with, um, coach twigs and the customized group, um, last week but to me what made it so special was the fact that it was you know two years for me uh, you know of training and it was coming down to two tenths of a mile and I was just so overcome with emotion and then I saw my you know my wife and, and my daughter and that made it a lot better and 
you know, I could just see the emotion in their faces and that, you know, that really made it special. But I will say the, the, the best part of that marathon was literally about five steps before I, I crossed over the finish line and, you know, I'm, I'm blowing kisses to my wife and my daughter and I'm like, all right, Greg, you're crying. Let's get your crap together because you got a couple of photo pass photographers at that finish line <laughs> who are, you know, going to take probably one of the most important pictures in your life and it better damn well look good. So I'm running and out of the, and you know, those stands where they usually had the characters up at, at the, the finish line. Um, so they were on the right-hand side of the, of the shoot. I'm on the left-hand side of the shoot. And out of the corner of my eye, I see Jeff Galloway. And I literally stopped dead in my tracks. I cut so many people off. <laughs> and I just stopped what I was doing and I got his attention. And I just looked at him and I said, thank you. Thank you for getting me through this and this fitness journey and any race that I've done. Because, you know, since I've started running, all I've known is Galloway. And I owe so much debt and gratitude to that man. And what made it so special, and, and Bob, you know, you've, you've alluded to this before. You know, I, I've met Jeff several times before, but obviously he, he doesn't know my name at all. But he looked at me with the most sincerest look in his face and said, no, you did the hard work. Mm -hmm. You were the one that put in the effort and, and congratulations, you know, and finished this strong. And then I mentioned Chris's, you know, Chris Twiggs's name and, and he lit up and, and everything like that. And I, that was, that, that's a moment I'll never be able to replicate, I think, again, in my life. And the fact that I quasi got to share that with him uh, is something I'll never forget. And Grin, do I have a good photo pass photo? No. It's okay. But that's okay. And I was just, I was so glad that my, I was just so glad that my race ended like that. And yeah, can't wait for the next one. That's good. You're going to make me cry. We're coming through Epcot, me and Greg, and it's like, John, do you want to stop for a margarita and bring it to the finish line? I said, Greg, no. <laughs> if I stop and stand that line, I will never get started ever again. And I'll, that would be the end of it. So next year, we're stopping for margaritas. Okay. Well, you know what? That line was insane. I mean, we would <laughs> we would have probably waited twenty you know twenty minutes for a margarita. Now, granted, I mean, I, I think if I did the math right in my head. I think we had like a 40 minute jump on the balloon ladies, but no, I agree with you. If we would have stopped, we would have never gone going again. <laughs> I think that answered my question. I was going to say, so are you going to do it again? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll definitely. It's addictive. <laughs> it is. I think I'll, I think I'll let that wrap on that note right there. Um, I'm, I'm going to shift to Monday. I went over to Disney Springs on Monday and I'm just sitting there. I'm wearing my dopey shirt. And I didn't have medals and I'm watching. It was a little early, but folks started to arrive and people would come by. And I thought, I mean, I felt all the emotion that Greg talked about, John, Lexi, everybody talks about, I, I feel it too. It, it's part of Disney. And I think it's unique to Disney. I don't feel that in any other running event I go to. I, I There are other events that have spectator uh, participation and uh, crowd support and they're great, but I don't get the emotion that I get at Disney. Um, and I'm sitting and I'm talking to various folks and I thought the emotion was all gone and it wasn't, it wasn't because I got to relive some of the moments with people, just random strangers walking by or just looking at the comments that were posted on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and we got to relive it all over again. So it was a heck of a weekend, guys. It was a heck of a weekend. I'm proud of all of you. Proud of you too, buddy. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. Um, proud of you guys. Proud of you guys. Yeah. It was great. It was great. All right. 
Let me wrap up this episode here. Let me remind you, we got a special episode coming out early next week. Uh, We usually release this on Thursday mornings. I think we're going to release this special episode Monday or Tuesday uh, with Brittany. And we think you're really going to enjoy that. I just, I want to close. We've been, we've been talking about it most of the evening, but I, I want to close with these thoughts that whatever you did, whether it was a 5k, we always joke about just the 5k or just the half, whatever you did, whether you did a 5k, where you did the dopey challenge, you should be very proud. Even, even if you didn't finish, even if you didn't finish, not everybody finishes these events. You had the guts to try to toe the start line and to try, and you should be proud if this was your first one at whatever distance, like Greg just talked about, remember that feeling and then understand something. It doesn't change all that much in the subsequent years. I know Greg talked about losing control as he saw the, st- the finish line. I know that I literally have to talk to myself around World Showcase just to maintain my composure. And I've done that. Every year I've run Dopey. This was my third one. There are moments that will be etched on your mind, the turn on to Main Street, the victory lap around World Showcase, the choir at the finish line. Maybe the margarita or beer you get at the finish line. I don't know. I've never done it, but it's a tradition for some folks. I think they get better over the years. I think they do. I think they get better every time. John says he's looking forward to the next one. I'm looking forward to the next one too. Number four will be, I'll be 69 and dopey. I hope we'll see how it goes. Look, we're not going anywhere. The, uh, the big event for the year is over, but we're not going anywhere. There are other big events coming along. We'll be running some of those. We want to hear about yours. The majors will come up again. Uh, I know we got some folks doing Boston. I know Mandy's going back to Boston. I know we got some folks doing New York. I think Lexi's going to New York. Yes, I am. Yeah, she is. I'm in the lottery for London. That's a long shot. Uh, Jack's got her ultra coming up. There are, there are other big events. The Donna's coming up uh, fairly soon, I think. Uh, events like the Flying Pig, Grandma's Marathon, Gasparilla over here in Tampa. That's a big deal. Space Coast next November. There's too many for me to to count, but they're all out there. And we want to hear about them. We want to hear about them from you. We want you to tell us how things went and what you did over the year. And before you know it, first of all, we've kind of given short shrift to Princess. Princess is coming up. Princess is just five weeks away, gang. And then Spring Surprise is just... Uh, Gosh, a couple months after that one. It's about five weeks after that one. Is it about five weeks after? Yeah. So, yeah. So we got we got ten weeks left in the season. Um, before you know it, we're going to be talking about registering for Wine and Dine Weekend. That'll come up. Not long after that, we'll register for Marathon Weekend. And by golly, it won't be that long before we're training again for Marathon Weekend and complaining about the heat. So, <laughs> stay with us. We love having you around. We love hearing from you. Drop us a line. No race report this week. That's something else you can add for us. If you got something coming up, please let us know. And if you have the time, please uh, take a moment, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Uh, I think we just got another five star review. So you know, maybe we might need to start a new challenge <laughs> where if we you know don't get a certain number of reviews, Bob's going to start singing again. So, um, but it, it will, it will help us out a great deal. Uh, so, you know, like I said, head over to that Apple podcast, uh, give us a five-star review, drop uh, a written review in there as well. Uh, really help us along and we appreciate all the support. It does. And as I mentioned, if you do that, not only does it help us out and make us feel better, but it helps other people find us. So we appreciate that. Uh, someone told me that uh, Spotify has reviews. Now I have to look into that. Before I yeah, talk about it, it. it's just it's just stars I see so far, Bob. Okay, cool. All right, gang, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We'll see you early next week, and then we'll be back again a week from today. In the meantime, happy running. 
The Rise and Run podcast discusses general information about Run Disney and is in no way affiliated with Run Disney or the Walt Disney Company. Any information or advice discussed on this podcast should not be considered medical advice and should always consult with your healthcare provider or event organizer.